It's the last year before Yom Kippur. The Pasuk says in Parshas Vaschanan, Umi Goy Gadol, Ashaloya Lekim Kroivim Elav, Kashem Lekeinu Bechol Kareinu Elav. Who is like Klal Yisrael? That Hashem is close to, that whenever we call out to Him, He answers. This is a Pasuk we spoke about in the past. Who is like Klal Yisrael? That when, whenever we call out to Ibn Shalom, Ibn Shalom answers us. And the Briskarov, the Grizz, asks, and the Chidusha HaGriz Alatayra, not the old one, the, uh, the black, the little black volume, he asks, what do you mean, who is like Klal Yisrael? The one thing that the Yom HaSa'ilam have is tefillah. That's the one thing that they have. They can't wear tefillah, they can't send the sukkah, they can't blow shofar, but they could daven. Like Shlomo HaMelech says, Ki ve'isi ve'is tefillah yikare v'chalo'amim. Right, when Shlomo HaMelech built the base of she said this, please, when... When someone from the Umas Ha'ilam davens to you over here, you should be Makabel. So what's the big praise? Me, Goy Gadol, Asheloi, Lehim, Kroivim, Elav. Hashem answers the tefillah of any individual. So the Briskarov says that this is talking about a specific tefillah that only Klal Yisrael has, and that is Yud Gimomidas Harachamim. This is a tefillah that is special to Klal Yisrael. The Gemara tells us in the Sechta Rosh Hashanah, Amar Rabbi Yechanan, El Malei Mikrokasov, had the Torah not... Written this, EF it would be impossible to say. This is not something that we could ever conjure up in our own minds the following. Melamed, this teaches us, that the Yubani Shalom wrapped himself up like a chazan, you know? Doesn't mean he wore the big, you know, yarmulke, right? Doesn't mean, it means he put on the talus like a shleach tzibur, he covered his head with the talus, so to speak. The and he taught Moshe the order of davening. Amalai, the Banisham tells Moshe, calls man she Yisrael Chaitin, whenever Kla Yisrael sins, let them perform this ritual. Vani Moichalahem and I'll forgive them. Which what? Which Ashkenaz. Which Ashkenaz. No. Ashkenaz. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yasu I can say there's a they should um they should perform this ritual, Vani Moichalhem. Right, but there's no machlaikus. You give me the Sarachamim, right? It's a Pasik in the Chumash. Okay. So we see the Gemara is telling us that the concept of Yugimamid Sarachim is not something we could have ever thought of on our own. Almost to say we don't find anywhere else where Banisham dresses up here, it says we can't even say such a thing. Had the Torah not written it, Vayavar Hashem al-Panov means he covered his face. Right? He covered his head with the talus and he taught Moshe Rabbeinu that whenever Klai Yisrael sins, they should do the Yud Gimel Mitzvah, so they should perform this ritual. Not only that, not only that, the Gemara says a little later on, Amar Rabbi Yehuda, Bris Krusa Yud Gimel Midas. There's a covenant. God made a deal with the Yud Gimomidais. Sheinan Chaizros Reitam. They will never be returned empty-handed. In other words, they're always effective. Anytime we use Yud Gimomidais, God will answer us. Shenemar Hinei Anoichi Kairos Brit. It's a deal, right? It's a treaty. We say it. We do it. That's it. All our tefillos will be answered. So the question is. How many times we, we how many times we scream it day after day after day after day? Are our tefillahs always answered? The Gemara is telling us. The Gemara is not saying you know it's a good school. Uh, the Gemara is not saying it's effective. The Gemara is saying it's guaranteed. Take it to the bank. Bris Krusel Yud Gimel Midas. When are they going to be answered? When? Are they always answered? No. 
So you say, you know, how could we ask, how could we ask such a thing? You know, how are we allowed to even say, challenge the Gemara? So we don't have to do that. There's a sefer, Reishis Chachma. Reishis Chachma was written by Reb Eliyahu Vidash. He was one of the contemporaries of the Arizal and the Beis Yosef. Devidash. What? Devidash. Vidash. Vidash is his last name. Okay. He says like this. He says, V'shamati mishem ha'ga'inim. He said, I heard from the Ga'inim. Right, <laughs> So what's the Gemara saying? The Gemara says it's a brisk krusa. It's absolute, right? It's a sealed covenant. Hashem says, you do, you do the Yugo Mida, I'll answer you. It's a big problem. How do we understand the Gemara? I mean, we're, we're banking on the Yugo Midas, right? Tamach the Yisei Doisai, Bishloish Esrei Tevais, right? That's what we're saying. Tamach the Yisei Doisai, we said this morning, Right? We said this morning, I am supporting my foundations. Everything that I have is based on your Gemomidus Arachamim. And Gemara says, Bris Krusa. And yet, we, how many times just today did we say it? We're always answered. <clears throat> Another interesting thing, and we'll read this inside after. There's a sefer called Avnei Shayham by the Goyen Rav Moshe Leib Shachar, a Yushalmi. And he says like this, first of all, what does it say, Yasu Keseder Hazah? Seder implies like there's a certain way to do it. In order? What, what, what does that mean? What's the point of the Lushan Seder? Seder sometimes implies there's a certain protocol. Like, what do we have to do exactly? We have to like, move our head in a certain direction. We have to spin. We have to, you know, step your right foot here, put your left foot. There are no halachas of how you say you give them We have halachas how you have to say the Shemana Esrei. You know, you take three steps back, you bow, you this, you clap. There are no halachas of your gemomidas rachamim. You just stand. What exactly does the Gemara mean? Yasu keseder hazeh. But you shouldn't say it backwards. That's what it means. You have to do it in order. Then he wants to say a very interesting thing. This is the Amishan still. This is what? This is the Amishan. What does the Gemara mean? Yasu keseder hazeh. Zeh implies that Moshe Rabbeinu had a difficulty with something, and Hashem said, no, you don't understand? Do it like this. For example, the Menorah, it says, Moshe Rabbeinu didn't understand how to make the Menorah, so what does Hashem say? Hashem showed him Menorah Shalesh, and He said, this is how you have to do it. Or, Moshe Rabbeinu was He didn't know what the moon is supposed to look like by the Rosh Chodesh, so Hashem showed him the moon. Whenever it says, Zeh, yeah, that implies Moshe Rabbeinu had difficulty grasping it, and Hashem had to show him exactly how to do it. So, right? Or Machsas HaShekel, right? Moshe Rabbeinu didn't understand the Machsas HaShekel. So what does it say? Zeh Yitnu. Right? Zeh. What? Zeh So what? They, they didn't understand something. So what did Moshe not understand about the Yud Gimel that Hashem had to show him, Moshe, you don't understand? I'm going to show you exactly how it works. Zeh! Yasu Lefani Kesid HaZeh! As if Hashem had to show Moshe 
the exact way to do it. Well, what's so complicated? Every bar mitzvah boy says, Shem Hashem Karach Mechano, and that's it. Well, what's the difficulty? Also, the Gemara says, Bris Krusal Yud Gemomidais. There's a sealed covenant. Now, when you have a covenant, well, what's a covenant? Covenant is you have two parties. Each party has to, has to do its end of the deal. So, fine. Rebunisham says, My end of the deal is if you dive into me, I'll forgive you, I'll be Michael Yarvirus, I'll give you whatever you need. Okay. So, if there's a covenant, what's our end of the deal? What do we have to do? I mean, what kind of, what kind of brisk crusa is it? It almost seems like God is the only one who has to do something. What do we have to do? Just say the words? That's yeah. our end of the deal? So these are a few ha'aras that he raises. Look at number four. He wants to point out in the language of the Gemara. He showed Moshe the order of the tefillah. This language of seder, that shows there's a certain specific way to do it. There's a very designated Precise way to do it. Hashem showed Moshe that he should do similar to it. That he should forgive them. So you would think if Hashem told Moshe, there should be a whole chilek of Mishnabura on how to say Right? You shouldn't say it before this man. And if you know, if you come late, you should say it like this. And you should wear this kind of jacket. And you should put the t- right. There should be thousands of halachas. How many halachas are there in the Shulchan Aruch about Yud Gimel Midos? I don't know if there are any. So what's the Seder exactly? Right? Milvadzeh, Sha'am Rosh Nesatev Kodesh Baruch Hashirat Zibor. The only halacha, the only thing he showed him is he covered his head with a talus. Dulayoid, not only that. Ela demilashon, yasu lefanai keseder hazeh. The fact that he said, do like this order, that implies Moshe had difficulty grasping it, like we find in the Mechilta. Right? That this is one of the three things Moshe didn't understand. He didn't understand the Menorah, he didn't understand the Machsas HaShakli, he didn't understand the Chodesh. What did Moshe not understand? Until Hashem had to show him. Ah. So he said it could be, as what you were suggesting before, that maybe what it means, Kaseder Hazet, you got to do it in order. You got to do it in order. Like the Gemara says in Masech the Megillah, that Shimon HaPakuli arranged the Shemana Esra in a specific order, and you must dive in an order. The Seder also. The right? And the Seder is Ma'akev. The Seder of Shemana Esra is Ma'akev. And you could add to what he's saying that there's a famous Lavush. The Lavush wants to know that why is it that at the end of Slichais we say, Kadesh Shalem with Tiskabel. Kadesh Shalem with Tiskabel, we only say one on one occasion. After Shmanasar. Why? Because we say Tiskabel, Salaisain, Uva Usain. Hashem accept our tefillah. We never say Kadesh Shalem if it's not after Shmanasar. And yet after Yirgimel, after the Slichais, we say Tiskabel Kadesh Shalem. Says the Lavush, that's because the formula of Slichos was patterned after a tefillah. It starts with Ashrei. Ashri is Pesukah de Zimra. By the way, therefore the place can say, if someone comes late to Slichos, don't just jump in wherever they're up to. So you have to start with Ashri. Start with Ashri. Ashri is critical. So Ashri is Pesukah de Zimra. Then you have the Yudgim Omidus Harachamim, which is Shmoneh Then you have Tachnon. 
And then you have Kadosh Shalom with this Gabba. Okay? So therefore it makes sense. The same way Shemona Esrei, the order is Ma'akev, right? So too it could be Kaseder Hazam means you got to say it in that order. But he asks, that can't be. You know why? Because look throughout Tanakh, there are many different variations of the Yud Gimel Midas HaRachamim, like in Pasha Shlach. Sometimes it says Racham Machanan, sometimes Chanan Varacham, sometimes Erech is placed in one place, sometimes it's placed in other places. So in Tanakh, there is no special designation of where a specific Midah has to be. So Yasu Lufana Kiseider Hazer says, Reb Leib Shachar is not, is not, does not mean it has to be in a specific order. Another thing, look in the final paragraph in number four. Gamash Amar Bris Krusa Tonbir. This that the Gemara says, Hashem made a specific deal, a specific covenant, it needs explanation. The call Krisas Bris Hubain Shnei Stadim Haban Bris. Because any time there's a sealed covenant, it's between two sides, two parties. Umashma Efo, that would imply then, the Gambagud Gimomidas, Yesh Bekiyuman. Each party has to fulfill certain stipulations, right? Yisrael has to do their part. There is no explanation for exactly what it is that the Jewish people have to do. What's their end of the deal? What's our end of the deal? Throw the talus over the head and just say for three seconds, you give them That's the deal? Okay, so we're going to see an idea that's mentioned in many, many of the Kadmonim, specifically in the uh, very early Achoinim. This is an idea that's advanced by the Tzrar Hamar. Tzrar Hamar was Rabbi Ram Saba. Rabbi Ram Saba was one of the Gerushe Sepharad. He was chased out of Spain in 1492. All of his Ksavim were um, destroyed. All of his manuscripts were destroyed, and he had to rewrite them. Um... And Rabbi Avram Saba, Nebuch, um, a couple of his children were taken away during the Girushe Sfarad. Rabbi Avram Saba advances this idea. The Rishis Chachma advances this idea. The Alshech HaKadr says this. And the Shla HaKadr says this. And they all say the following. Let's take a look first in number five. Says it Sarhamar. Vihine Bekan, Lamdu, Seder, Shloisha Eser Midas. Here in Parshas Kisisa, the Rebbein Shalom teaches Moshe the 13 Midas Shabahem Merachim Umechar Belachaitim that through them the Rebbein Shalom atones for our sin. Bezois he chuvas. This is the answer to Moshe's question of Hareini Nos Kodecha. Moshe says, God, show me your kavod. So what's the answer? The answer is, okay, let me show you your Gimel Midas In other words, Moshe Rabbeinu wants to understand Hashem. This is Hashem's answer. He's teaching Moshe how to arrange Yud Gamomidos, Moshe and all those who follow him, to nullify all the Kriesel The meaning of this Gemara is well known. Why? We see so many times we cover ourselves with the talus and we're not answered. So what does the Gemara mean? Listen to what he says. 
oisim kesederzeh. It's nothing to do with saying Yud Gimel Midas. It's when we act with the Yud Gimel Midas. Shani oisim. You hear? The Bris Krus is not Yoim Alefanai kesederzeh. It's Yas Alefanai kesederzeh. When we learn from the Midas of the Rebbeinu Shalom to act in that way, then it's Bris Krusa. L'rachim. Tavrachmanus and other people. L'chanin. Dalim. L'harachapayim. To control our anger. L'asayis chesed. Elu emelu. V'lavra amidoy seyent. T'imavra amidoy seyent. Like Chazal say. Kol hamavra amidoy seyent. Ma'avirin loy kol peshav. Right? That's what Chazal say. It's the same thing. The Chazal of Kol HaMavra Midoisa Ma'avir Nlai Yaakov Shav fits hand in hand with this Gemara that says Bris Krusel Yer Gimel Mita She'enem Chayzer Sveikam. It doesn't mean we, we get up and show and we just say over with a beautiful niggin Yer Gimel Midoisa. The Lashon of the Gemara is Yasu Lefanai Kisayadazah We have to act that way. Oz He Muftachim She'enem Chayzer Sveikam. Then we're guaranteed that they will not be not return empty handed. Avalam Him Achzarim but a person is cruel. But I say Risha, Koshikain, that not only will the Yugimus Midas Rachman not be his chus, it's a kitchen, it's an accusation. You're invoking that these are, you're praising Hashem, oh Hashem, you're so great, you have these Midas. Yeah, you really think that's a Shvach? You thought of such a Shvach. So why we act this way, right? Lechain Hutzach Loimar. Right? He says, Koshikain Shabbat's Kos Yugimus Midas, Heim Nisbasin. That's what it means. Rebbein Shem says, I will choose who I'm going to have Rachmanus on. I will choose who I'm going to have, have Hanina on. We mean you will choose. I thought it's a brisk I thought it's automatic. No. Rebbein Shem will say, let me see who's being Yasel of Fanek and who's just saying it. That's what it means. Hashem has to not just say the words Hashem Hashem. Hashem showed Moshe the midos of the Rebbeinu It's a seder. It's a seder. It's a protocol. It's a whole ceremony. It's a life ceremony. It's not a two-minute thing you do in the shul. In shul, when you say the yud gimomidos, what you're doing is. You're chazering over. What are the midas ribanisham? So maybe, maybe, maybe you could, when you go home, emulate them a little bit. But there's no guarantee that just by saying Shem Hashem Khan screaming it on the top of your lungs, it's going to do anything. Maybe if it has a little impact on your lave and you're able to pick up a midah or two, and we'll see. You have to pick up all the midas, you have to pick up some of the midas. How does it work? But this is what the Tzramar says. There is no guarantee on the Amira. The guarantee is Yasu Lafana I can say. So we'll see. We'll see. There's a question. There's a question. How could you do that? You only live to be 120. But this guy, you know what his great grandfather did for you? You know what Avram Avinu did for you? If not for Avram Avinu, we wouldn't have anything. So you'd be kind to this guy, because his Elta, Elta, Elta Zayda, Avram Avinu, he jumped into a fire, so you should be here. <laughs> yeah? <clears throat> 72. So this is the, the Alafim, and all the Aleph. Uh, yeah, and uh, it's, it's all of it together. What do you mean? What, what do you mean? 
Right, because Elikim is 86, right? And the Oisir is Kaidmais of Aleph, Chaf, Dal, right? Tess and Dalet. Mem. Elokim, aka, all the Alephim is like Mematek Dadim Shel Kol Alephim. Okay, good stuff. <laughs> okay, also, let's, let's take a look. The Reishis Chachma says, What's Pshad in this Gemara? That Yasu Lafanek is said, He says, Ela Oimrim Hagaoinim. The Gaoinim say, there's a racial schachma. Ki kavanas yasu lefana kesedir hazeh. Ein hakavana levad al atifas talas. It's not just going on wrapping yourself with the talas. Ela sheyasu seder hamidos shalom and hakadosh baruch hu lemoisha. It refers to acting with the midos that Hashem told Moshe. Shehu kel rachum mechanun, which means the hainu mahu rachum, just like the rabbanu shalom is rachum. Afatati rachum. So in other words, the point that you're giving me this rachamim is to learn what we have to emulate. I hear. In fact, the Shnidos, we don't wear talus. We usually not wear a talus. We don't wear the Shayat Sibur wears a talus. Yeah. The Shayat Sibur wears a talus. The Indian of the Shayat Sibur. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. By the way, the Aushech, the Aushech also says, Bishamati, Bisham Sefer Livnas Asapir, Shadikdek, Baamroy, Asulafanai, Vilayamar, Imrulafanai, the Gemara doesn't say that Hashem says, Say the Yud Gemomidas. Hashem says, Do them. This is the answer for those people who are not answered when they say this tefillah. Why? That which the Rebbeinu promised that will not be returned empty-handed. That's when we act in that way. So this is the opinion of the Torah Amor, this is the opinion of the Rishis Chachma, the Alshech, if you look in the Shlach HaKadosh, Parshas Kisisa, he says the exact same thing. There is no Haftacha on the Amira, the Haftacha is on emulating the ways of Hashem. So now we understand, look back in the Avnei Shayam, he says, now this answers all the question. Because there's a specific Seder, there's a protocol, there's a whole ceremony. The ceremony is a person's entire behavior there for their entire lifetime. That's the Seder. The Seder is how a person acts. It's not just a one, a one thirty second mitzvah. The Seder is how a person conducts himself. Sometimes if a person acts well, he's not answered either. Right? Maybe someone is a from guy and whatever, he has his own peckle. So, but, no, he's saying that if a person is able to act with these midas, it's no. bris krusa. Bris krusa. So we're going to have to see what are these midas. We also don't know what's going on in somebody's heart and what his actions are. We're going to have to see what these midas are. Shul doesn't mean he's, uh, you know. We're going to have to see if some of these midas are, are uh, something to live up to. But let, let's see what he says. He says, Amnam, Amnam, Yesh kantoras asiyah There's a specific way to act. 
There's a specific ceremony. There's a specific procedure. To accustom oneself based on these 13 midas. Oh, you want to know what kind of covenant it is? It right? A covenant is both sides of the truth of the party. Right? Both parties have to hold up their end of the bargain. What do we have to do? Well, what do we have to do? Now we have to do the Yud Gimel Midas We're going to see what does it mean to be Racham. What's Chanon? What's Arachapayim? Right? Arachapayim is not so pashit. Right? <laughs> not so easy to control a person's anger. So it's a, it's a big madrega. So what he says, um, after Klai Yisrael keeps their end of the bargain, in other words, it's Mida Kenegan Mida. When we're, when we utilize the Mida of Racham, the Ben says, okay, you're using the Mida of Racham, I will use the Mida of Racham, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be, uh, take away the Xeris Kashas, that's, it's Mida Kenegan Mida. Ah. How can you compare so we, have a, we have a chilek alaika. He doesn't have anger. He doesn't have any emotions that we have. But, but, we have it, but when we do chatayim, so the uh, the das elyon feels that he should act be'erachapayim towards us. And, and then at times Hashem says, no, this person overcame his anger, this person conquered his anger, right? Right? Ah. So very interesting. Rabbeinu B'chayi writes, Rabbeinu B'chayi writes that B'zman we've basically lost any special extra matanas or gifts that the Rebbe Hashem gave Klal Yisrael. Right? We don't have a Beis HaMikdash. We don't have a Kain Gadol. We don't have Urim Batumim. We don't have the Arayin. We don't have Nevi'im. We don't have anything. All we have is Taira, Yedgimomid HaSarachim. That's the only thing. That's the only almost supernatural Kayach that we still have today. Of all the things, right? Everything else, you know, it used to be, if a person had a problem, there were special supernatural connections. Yeah, right, you could come to the Beis HaMikdash, you could bring a carbon, you could go to a Navi, you could go to the Urim Batumim, you know, nowadays we don't have anything, right? All this stuff that you see, it's all hocus pocus, all bogus, right? The only thing we have is Yud Gimomid HaSarachim. So he says, Vinei Bizman Hazah. All we have, Okay. Does everyone agree with this approach? That the only way the Yudgimu Midas Harachamim work is if you act in that way. And the Amira doesn't have a value. No. Not everybody agrees with this. Hmm. Not everybody agrees with this. The Hafla, in his Perosh and Chumash, the Panam Yafais and Parshas Kisisa, he writes that some of Farshim say that you mamish have to act in this way. If you want your Gimomidas to be effective, you have to act in this way. However, if you turn over your sheet, he says, not so Pashat. Not so Pashat. Bishamati Lefarish. Says the Hafla, 
I will prove to you that you don't have to act in this way for the tefillah to be answered to the Yud Gimomidas. What's the raya? He says, of all the Yud Gimomidas, why does it say, Kael HaResolano Laimer Shloishesrei? Kael. Why Kael HaResolano Laimer? Why not Hashem HaResolano? Why not Racham HaResolano? Why not Chanan HaResolano? Why not Erech HaPayim? Why not Noitzer Chesed? Noitzer Chesed is the most important one. Right? <laughs> so why Kael HaResolano? The answer is, says the Hafla, because the one Mido we can't ever attain is Kale. Well, what are we going to say? We're Kale? We're a God? We can't be a God. That's why the, the Python specifically says, Kale Hare Solano Why Kale? Because this is the one Mido we could never acquire, and it's teaching you you don't have to act this way to get your Tumulus answered. Just the Amira alone, that's good enough. Look at what the Hafla writes. Why kale? Because the even if you want to say that's machlokes between the Rishonim and the Arizal, how do you count the Yigimah Midas Harachamim? Do you start from Hashem Hashem, or is Hashem Hashem not part of it, and you start from Kale? It's machlokes. Even if you want to say that Kale is the first one. They are wrong. But a person person's gonna act like a kale? How could you act that way? That's why it says kale Shamidas kale. The meat of kale moira lanu. That teaches us. That teaches you all you have to do is you have to say it. The fact that of all the Yud Gimomidais, it chooses to say, Kel and it doesn't say Hashem, or Racham, or Erech because those things we could do. You know, it's possible for a person, when they come home and things are not the way they want, it's possible to keep your mouth closed. It's Shaykh. Not easy, but it's possible. Right? It's possible. Hopefully. <laughs> it's possible. But Kel, who's going to be a Kel? So therefore... So therefore, it's teaching you not like the Shlom, and not like the Rishis Chachma, not like the Tzorah and not like the Aushech HaKadosh, not like the Livna Sapir, not like the Avnei Shayam. You don't have to act that way. It's a good idea. It's a good idea. Call right? Call Rachem Hesem Rachem Lomena Shamayim. Call Mavra Al Amidois Ma'avirim Loi Kopshav. But nevertheless, this Havtacha, you don't need to. Uh, you don't need to act that way. But then says the Hafla, it's not a Raya. You know why? Because a person also could emulate the Mida of Kel. And then he says, I'll bring you a proof. It says in Masech Megillah, Daf Yurches, Minayin Sha'akadosh Baruchu, Kara Layakov Avinu, Kel, Shenemar, Bayikra, Loi, Kel, Elikei Yisrael. The Hashem called Yaakov Kel. What do you mean Hashem called him Kel? How can you call him Kel? The answer is, somehow the powerful Midas Harachamim of Kel, Yaakov Avinu was able to attain. So we see it's Shaykh for a human being. To emulate the Midah of Kale. Lamaisa, That's look, why it starts with Kale, not with Hashem Hashem. That's impossible, yeah. What? Hashem Hashem is impossible to emulate. Yeah, so you said that some, some say that Hashem Hashem is not part of Yud Gimel Midah. I'm saying that's why, because that's not, that's not something you can emulate, but Kale you can emulate. So therefore, that's why it starts with Kale. Maybe according to what he's saying now, maybe Hashem Hashem would. Yeah. Yeah. But his point here is that it could be all the Midahs you could emulate, and it could be that, that Yudavka need an Asiya. The Maestro the Bnei Soscha writes, if you want, you can check with the Maimakam and Chaydash Elo, Maimar Beis, 
that Ba'amira Lechud, your Zoycha to Mechilas Avoynas. Okay, so there is a Deya Ba'amira Lechud. But it seems like the overwhelming uh, consensus of the, of the G'daylem is that it's not enough just to say it. Or certainly, to get the maximum benefit from Yid Gimel Yisrachamim, this is not just an exercise in words. It's an exercise in <coughs> emulating. It's an exercise in learning what the Midas are to act that way. So now the question is... Yeah. Why? The point is, the point is, if we say the tefillah and praise Hashem, Hashem, this is the things we strive for. And look, look what we've been doing. For, in other words, it's not just Hashem, you know, magical words. It's we're saying to Yerushalayim, this is what we're striving for. And it, it's backed up by our maizim. It has to be fuel. So, okay. So it's very interesting. The uh, Victor Miller, Zechat Bracha, he used to say, what does it mean in davening? Be'imru ha'yishienu l'ke'yishienu b'kabetzenu min ha'goyim l'hoidais Hashem kotshecha l'hishtabeach v'sivasecha Right? Hashem, save us from the goyim to praise you l'hishtabeach v'sivasecha What does that mean? Right? We only say it every single day of our lives. It's That's okay. it. No, it needs new batteries. Oh, for that's okay. Yeah? yeah? What does it mean, Lehishtabeh? What you praise, what you value, is what you own, is what you look up to, is how you become. They, 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 they became like crocodiles. They became like snakes. That's what kind of people they became. They still are. They worshipped these chayas. They worshipped these, you know, these chayas rois, these dangerous animals. They became behemoths. They became animals. Still endures. Right? When a nation worships a god that was clearly produced through an illegitimate relationship, so they all become Amzerim. That's how they become. That's why they're all immoral. Why? Because when your God is a Mamzer, that's who you are also. That's it. But we, yeah, Hamavin Yavin. But, yeah, but, that's what, we put, that's what the Pasuk means. Remember what said? Take us away from the Goyim so we could finally thank you and praise you. Lehishtabech, that we should become better when we praise you. It's for us. Right? Well, Hashem needs us to praise Him now. He couldn't care less. He couldn't care less. It's for our benefit. When we say, you're a Racham, we become a Racham because that's what we're, we're worshipping. We're looking up to that. Yeah. It means to be Meshubach. 
Right? L'hishtabech. It's a Lashon Hispael. We become. L'hishtabeach. That's Pashat Pshan of Sukkim. L'hishtabech. Okay. Now the question is, oh, so you wanted to know, does any Bnei Yisrael acted like that? But just saying it, in other words, even those who want to say that the Mira Amira does something, that's because when we say these are the Mirah Sarivansham, that improves us. That improves us. That's the Hishtabech. That's, 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 that's what we look up to. That's what we want to be. So now the question is, do you need to actually emulate all the Yudgim Omidah Sarachamim? So I saw quoted a Taisus Yamtif in Masechta Nadarim. He says a tremendous Chiddush. He said, no. All you need to do is emulate one of them. All you need is one. He says like this. He wants to know, what does it mean, bris milah is nichrusu aleha yud gimel brisais? Right? We know there's a concept. There's a mission in Dharma that says like this. Gedoyla mila, mila is so great. She nichrusu aleha yud gimel brisim. So 13 times it says in the Chumash that Hashem was karis bris with Avram Avinu. Krisas bris. He says like this. Kemoyshe nichras bris ala yud gimel midoy shenemr lamoyshe rabbin ol vashon. Just like a covenant was sealed with the Yud Gimomidos that were said to Moshe Rabbeinu, Visham Nemar, and there it says, Hine Anoichi Karespris, says the Taisus Yemtif, Vuhu Musav Alkal Mida Umida. The bris is going on each specific Mida separately. She'en Shum Achas Mehen Chayzeres Reikam. Now one Mida would ever be, go back empty handed. In other words, the bris is not that. You have to do all the Yudgim Omidas, even just emulating one Midah, even if a person picked one of the Midas, to, to be able to emulate, that would be tapping into an incredible Kayach. So it's not that you have to emulate all 13 Midas, even one, even one. So very interesting, you know, it's Kedai to really learn, whether it's in Rashi, Masech the Rosh Hashanah, or Taisus in Rosh Hashanah, the various perushim. What, what are the Yud Gimel Midas It's not just Hashem's a nice guy. You know? Kiviyachal. Each Midah is a specific Midah. Or you can learn well, Taimar Devaira. The Taimar Devaira explains specifically what each one of the Yud Gimel Midas are. We're going to take a look at one of them. Um, I want to direct your attention to a number 14, the Avne Eliyahu. This is uh, from the Siddur Hagra. This is the Gra's commentary on the Yud Gimomidos Harachamim, what he says specifically by Verav Chesed, Ve'emes. Why is it that by Chesed it's Rav, and by Emes it's just Emes? Right? Why, is, why does the word Chesed describe with the word Rav? So he, he explains, we're going to in a minute, he says, you know, you go, to the, you go to the barber. So how much does he charge? He charges 10 bucks, 20 bucks. So what do you do? You give him what you owe him, then you throw in a tip. How much is how much is a tip? Fifty dollars? No, oh, two bucks. Fifteen percent. Fifteen percent. Fifteen percent, right? Normally the MS is a lot. What you have to do is a lot. The chesed, the extra, the cherry on top is just a cherry on top. Use just a little bit what with the Ribanishalam. It's just the opposite. The MS is a smaller meter. What he has to do, he does. The chesed, the cherry on top that he gives us, that we don't deserve the tip, is even more than the MS. That's what it means. That's why by chesed, it's virav chesed. 
the Rav by the Rebbeinu Shalom is going on the Chesed. The cherry on top by God, what he doesn't have, the tip by God, is more than even the actual payment. It says of Rav Chesed Be'emes, Chesed Nikra, Masha'in Ha'adam M'chuyav Litain. Chesed is what, what a person doesn't have to give. Emes Zeh HaMesham G'mol Chaverem Emes is what you have to do. The Chesed Hu Gadol Be'echos Filei Chesed is usually more qualitative than quantitative. When you're giving extra, you don't usually give a lot. When you pay back, that's something you have to do. But by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he says, V'achayin ksiv HaKadosh Baruch Hu, V'rav chesed, K'loyme ma'ashe hu noisim b'tarez chesed, Gam kein rav, When the Rav Hashem gives chesed, It's also a lot. Not only is the payback a lot, The chesed, the cherry on top is a lot. Very interesting. You know, there's a whole sikhsuch, There's a whole discussion About saying, L'dav Hashem oyu v'yishi in Elul. Not everybody says you should say, L'dav Hashem oyu v'yishi in Elul. Look in the, the Siddur Hagra, the Maiserav, if you don't say it. It's a, very, it's a very recent addition to the Siddur. It's not brought down in Shulchan Aruch. It's not brought down, basically, in any of the early sources. Sadim, don't say it. Even the Chida. The Chida says that um, it's a school to say Ladavid. It doesn't say anything about Elo. Ladavid is a nice thing to say in general. But uh, the question is, where does it come from? So one of the reasons is brought down in the Hafla. That, that the Rebbe Hashem's name is mentioned 13 times in L'dav Hashem Ayur V'yishi, corresponding to Yud Gimel Midoy Sarachamim that are mayor, that are more prevalent in the world during the May Elo. Okay. There's an amazing thing that the um, Magid Mimei's Rich says, and it's brought down in the Mnei Yisachar, that you know, you ever realize, you ever wonder, you start davening in the morning right before Pesuk of the Zimra, you say, Rabbi Shmuel Oimer, B'Shal Yishas Ramidah Shatar Nidrashas Behem, Kavach Oimer, and so forth. Right? The Yud Gimomidah Shatar Nidrashas Behem. Can someone tell me what in the world does that have to do with davening? What we're about to darshan the Sifra? We're about to, to, to darshan Pesukim? We need to know about Kavach Oimer? Nothing that we're going to do in the next 45 minutes has anything to do with Kavach Oimer, Gzeir Shava, what? We already said Yivarechacha. We already said Eil Dvam Shalom Shir. We said a million different things. We need another, you know, another rest. Why Dafka? You give me the Shatan and Rashis Baham. Right? It's the last thing we need to know. You want to say before you learn Gemara, you should learn the Bryce of Well, fine. But before we dive in. Yeah, we said Bryce anyway. So then we also learned all these things he said already. So the Magen Mimezrich says the following. That the Yud Gimel Midas Shehatayr Nidreshes Bahem correspond to the Yud Gimel Midas Harachamim, and by learning the Yud Gimel Midas Shehatayr Nidreshes Bahem, it is Ma'orer Yud Gimel Midas Harachamim. Each one corresponding to one of the Yud Gimel Midas Harachamim. For instance, Kavachaymer, which is the first of Yud Gimel Midas Shehatayr Nidreshes Bahem, corresponds Keneged. Let's say kale. If according to the Arizal, kale is the first one. So kavachaymer is kale. So if, for instance, if a person, if a person learned, you know, the beginning of kedusha and he mastered kavachaymer, that will be ma'orer the rivan shalom's midah of kale. So the bnei yisachar brings down. That's why Moshe Rabbeinu davens what kale na rifanala. He davens for Miriam, right? When Miriam had saras, so Moshe Rabbeinu davens kale na rifanala. 
which midah of the Rebbe Hashem is Moshe invoking? Kel. So Hashem says, oh, you want to invoke Kel? V'aviha yarak yarak b'fanela haloisi kolem shivas yamim tikolem miriam shivas yamim says Rashi, what's Hashem saying? If her father would spit at her, she would have to be going to a closet for, ten, for seven days. So now that it's me, she has to be locked up for seven days. What's Hashem doing? He's making a kavachaymer. Says Bnei Yisachar, Moshe Rabbeinu Davin's Kael Narefan Allah. Moshe Rabbeinu wants to invoke the Mid of Kael. He wants to be Ma'ira the Mid of Kael. Hashem says, you want to be Ma'ira the Mid of Kael? Go learn Hilchas Kavachaymer. So the reason why we talk about before the tefillah is because what's the purpose of tefillah? It's bakashas rachamim. We want to be ma'er the midas harachamim. Hashem says, you want to be ma'er the midas harachamim? Go learn. That's what the, the Maggid says. That's what the Bnei Yisachar says. It's a very interesting thought. Look at number 16. If you remember, in Parshas, boy, we had a whole thing on this. Okay, let me get there. In Parshas Va'era, excuse me. Look at number 16. We could include into this the words of the Ne'esaschar. This is from the Sefer Imrei Baruch, Rabbi Baruch Simon, who is a Rosh Hashiva in. Who are you? Rabbeinu Yitzhak Achanan, and a good friend of mine. He brings the following in a drasha in Tshuva, Shekasavti. He wrote a, um, a piece in the Kaivet Beit Yitzchak that quoting the Shayyidim Amida Shatan Rishus Behem Ma'ayim Mesayyidim Amida Sharachmen, and that's why Moshe Davin Kel Narufana he wanted to be Ma'ayim the Mid of Kel. So Hashem said, "You want to be Ma'ayim Kel?" The Aviha Yarak Yarak Befaneha. He said, "Learn Dine Kavachaymer." So Rabbi Simon adds and explains. What is this Indian that the Yudgimel Midois Harachamim correspond to Yudgimel Midois Shatar Nidrash Shasbahim? What's the connection? What's the connection? So he says very beautifully, what's the purpose of learning Torah? Why do we learn? Ultimately, we learn, we want to come close to Yubani Shalom, right? We want to be emulating the ways of Hashem, right? So whenever we learn something, when we come after we come and we walk away from Mashiach, we sit in the Kaila for two hours, we should get up and ask ourselves, is our learning doing anything to, to inculcate us, to put into our minds and our hearts any of the Midas of the After a person learns, he needs to ask himself, is this learning making a Rishamami, or is it just, you know, going in one ear and out the other? As it's going through one ear and coming out the other, at least let it clean. At least let it be mikveh Yisrael Hashem. At least let it be metayar a person from Midas Rois and from other bad characteristics. That's the Tachlis Halima. The Tachlis Halima is Tachlis Taira Tshuva Masim Taira. The Haisafti Shambhajasha, he writes, that he added to this, to explain the deeper meaning. What does it mean that the Yudgimel Midois Harachamim correspond to Yudgimel Midois Shatan and Rashis Behem? That's the purpose of the learning. After when we're learning, what are we doing? We're involved in the pursuit of understanding. The purpose is. 
like the Shla says, and the Rishas Chachma says, that there's no Haftacha on the Amira alone. The Haftacha is on the Asiya. The Alkein, Kol Haloi Me Taira, Tzarech Lishal, Es Atzmai, Ha'im, Ha'tayra, Sha'asak Bai, Hishrisha, Bekir Bai Midas, Eloi Person learning for a month, for a year, for a day, is this learning doing anything to me? Or just so I could tell my friends, yeah, I learned today. No, it has to have an impact on a person, right? Like the Pasuk says, Torah is nimshal Esh. What does it mean, Torah is nimshal Esh? When the fire travels through an area, you know it was there. It leaves its mark, it leaves its imprint. Someone who learns Torah, there has to be recognizable, this person learned Torah. It has to make him act differently, talk differently, look differently. He's a different person. The Torah had to have an impact on the person. If the Torah is not having an impact on the person, then they're not doing it the right way. He says like this, Anyone who's involved with fire and makes a Roshim. By people who learn Torah, they need to be Recognize. distinguished. They need to recognize the way they walk, the way they talk, the way they act. The same way wherever fire travels, it makes its mark. The Torah has to make a mark on a person's personality. That's the Tachlas Alimud. So now, let's just spend a few minutes talking about one of the Yudgim Omidah Sarachamim, and you'll see what we're, what we're striving for. Okay? This is from the Sefer Timer Devarah. And the Timer Devarah begins like this. We know a person is created with Salam Aleichem. That means there's a certain, certain similarity between the way the Neshama looks, the way the human being looks, physically even, and the Rebbe But says the Timer Devarah, if we only look like Hashem externally, but internally we're not acting like Him, so it's a forgery. It's a forgery. Like imagine if somebody, you know, copied the Mona Lisa, but it's, uh, it's an impersonation. So it says, says the term of the Rav, a person does not act with the Midas of the Ban Shalom, he's machziv es hatsura. He's, he's false, he's a, he's a falsification. He's an imposter. He's an imposter. So he gives one example. The first Midah of Hashem, let's just read this. Look, let's read number 17. Ha'adam a person it is appropriate for him to be similar to his creator. Then he will be fulfilling the side, the secret of his lofty image. All aspects of that image. If a person merely is similar to God in his in his physical characteristics and not in his actions. He's falsifying the image. The people are gonna say, what a wonderful image. Okay, Rabbi so look at this, it's mind boggling. Okay? Look at this. What is the first Midah Mikel Kamaicha? Now we know the Navi Micha has a different arrangement of Yud Gimel Midas Rachim. We say in Tashlach, right? Mikel Kamaicha right? And on top you have the Yud they're, they're, they're called Midas Elyonis, Midas Tachtonis. Whatever it is, it's just a different way of saying Yud Gimel Midas Rachim. Just look at this. What does it mean, Mikel Kamaicha? He says like this Hamida Hazais, this Mida. Moira, it shows Al Hayoisah HaKadosh Baruch Melech Ne'elav. God is a suffering king. Suffering meaning tolerant king. Soivel Elbain. 
He tolerates insult. In a way that our mind can never even grasp. In what way? Nothing is separate. Nothing is hidden from God's divine providence. But there's nothing in the world that could say, I exist independent of Hashem. By the way, this is a, a very powerful thought. Just think for a second. Who Amar Vayahi? Why do we exist now? Because Hashem is saying we should exist. What if for one moment Hashem said, you know what? I'm not going to say he should exist. What would happen? Just, Just think, you know what we're like? You know, we say we're like kachaloim ya'of, a fleeting dream. We're like, you know, you know, in the comic books, you have a guy, he's thinking. You know, the, there's like a bubble, right? And you see what he's thinking. What happens to the person in the bubble who he's thinking about as soon as he stops thinking of him? Disappears. Poof. That's what we are. We don't have inherent existence. We don't exist. Because we only exist because Hashem says... Right? Who Omar Vayah? He's saying we should exist. He's saying we should exist. He's, as soon as Hashem stops saying we should exist, we don't. The only thing that exists is Rebanish Shalalam. Hayahayvaviyah. He exists. We have no mitzias. That's what it means. We have no That means every second of existence, Hashem is saying, okay, we'll let him continue, we'll let him continue, we'll let him continue. Okay. Va'id, he says, in rega shalo ha'adam nizan. There is no moment that a person is not sustained. Umiskayim. And existing, from a supreme right? Everything in this world, the Rebbe Shalom is giving it the strength, the kayach to exist, sustenance to exist every moment. So I have a question. When a person doesn't have Vera against Hashem, yeah, a person is about to say he's talking Lashon Hara. At that moment that he's talking Lashon Hara, who's making his heart beat? God. Who's making him. His blood flow? God. Who's saying that his eyes should see? God. How many chasadim is God doing to him at that second that he's speaking Lashon Hara? Not a million, not a billion. We can't... There's no number. Infinite. Right? Infinite. Why is Hashem said, what? I'm giving him not one chasad. I'm not giving him my one credit card. I'm giving him American Express, Discover, Visa, MasterCard, everything. Check. Everything he wants. Billions. For What? For what? It's one thing when he's davening. But when he's speaking Lashon Hara, what am I doing it for, right? Hashem hands us his wallet. You don't want this one. Someone else's wallet, right? With, with a lot of stuff in it. And, right? With a lot of good, right? With all kinds of... For what? Does Hashem say, does Hashem say, you know, yeah, never mind, I'll take it back. Who am I? Forget it. No, the Rebbe Hashem says, despite the fact with all the billions of chasadim I'm giving him, he's using those chasadim against me. All right, I'll suffer the insult. Is there any greater insult than imagine somebody asks you for a favor? Do you mind if I take, um, you know, the brand new car you got, the brand new Lexus? Do you mind if I borrow it? What? Borrow my car? I just got the brand new. Yeah. Yeah, but, but okay, you, you lend it to him. Do you mind, you know, you didn't give me gas to put in the car. Do you mind, give me your credit card. I'll put, uh, put, uh, I need to fill up the tank. So you give me your credit card. You know what, uh, sir, I'm hungry. Why don't you give me a lunch? So you give him uh, $10. No, no, I'm not talking about $10. I want to go to a fancy restaurant. Give me uh, $200 of money. So you give him $200. And then he goes to the restaurant, and on the way home, he slams into your house. So what are you going to do? 
you're going to wring his neck like no one's business, right? <laughs> and what does Rabbi Nisham do? Keeps on doing it. He says, here's the credit card again. <laughs> Go fix the car in the house. Here's the credit card. Here's the credit card. No problem. Here's the credit He says like this. He says... Nobody ever sinned against Hashem. That at that moment that the person was sinning, the Rebbeinu was pouring down on the person everything. And even though a person is using that to sin against him, he doesn't say, you know what? I'm just going to make him disintegrate immediately. Hashem doesn't say that. The Rebbein Shalom suffers it. He tolerates it. He says, you know what? Not only am I going to look the other way. It's not that Hashem says, you know what? Let me look the other way. No. Hashem says, I'll continue to shower it upon him. As the person is talking back, Hashem says, here, here's your vision. Here's your heartbeat. Here's your circulation. Here's your digestion. Here's your sight. Here's your hearing. Everything. Billions of things. So you say, and, Hashem, and the person uses all these taivas to sin against Hashem. So you'll say, what do you mean? Why do you think Hashem, why would Hashem just stop it? Isn't everything on autopilot? He just, you know, he's not paying attention. No. Says the Talmud, Hashem could easily stop it. Don't you remember in the Navi in Malachim about somebody who tried to sin with his hand? And Hashem, right? Like what happened to Yeravam? Yeravam stuck at his hand to do an Avera. Hashem paralyzed his hand. Hashem could do it. It's not a big deal for Hashem to do, but Hashem doesn't do it. Look what he says. Even though Hashem has the ability to take back all the brachas that He's giving, the Banshem should say, If you're using these benefits to sin against me, You want to sin? So go find someone else to make your heart beat. Go find someone else to let you see. Go find someone else to let you live. What do you want from me? Why should I bother myself? Hashem doesn't say that. Hashem doesn't, because of this, refrain from continuing to shower on a person all these benefits. He continues to bear the insult. The Rebbe says, you want to use all the benefits that I'm giving you to sin against me? Okay, I'll tolerate it. I'll tolerate it. He says, he says, we cannot fathom such tolerance. We can't fathom it. We can't even understand such a thing. That's why God is called Melech Olov. He's the suffering king. Because what he has to tolerate from us is unbelievable. That's what we mean. Who is like you, Rebbeinu Shalaylam? So what does that mean for us? That means you can have a person who... We give them everything. We shower them everything. And what we did... Imagine you, you gave a person, a person had no money. You gave them a job, you put them on their feet, and now they use their position to Beat you. ban you, to hurt you. How do we react? And now they come to you, can you give me another job? I want, to, I want more money. Want the need of me, I want to raise. The need of me, is... Who's the Melech Olaf? There is no such thing that, oh, you're going to use what I'm giving you to, to sin against me, so go fly a kite. The Ben Shalom doesn't say go fly a kite. So this is just one 
a touch, a little taste of one of the Yigimah Midas Harachamim. But as we're saying Yigimah Midas Harachamim, the Avoidah is to think maybe a little bit we could work on our own anger, maybe we could work on being a little bit more compassionate, and that's Chus will tap into our greatest Kayach. Bris Krusel, Yigimah Midas Sheinon Chayzrois Reikam. Everyone Shavik Machasimatayva, Gabenshin. Right.